celebrating Sportsbet Ballarat Cup Day and Victoria's Country Cups, RSN Racing and Sport. Working our way through the panel for the Ballarat Cup Day meeting with Dean Lester, David Gately, Jamie Rogers. Just a question from the previous hour via SMS. Missing the Mar and Eustace. Best from the stable from Dave Eustace. Race 6, number 8, right you are. And race 10, number 1, detonator jack with the two best from Dave. We get to race 4 on the card. It's over 1,100 metres, a benchmark 70. We take out numbers 1, 11, 12, 15 and 17. Jamie, what's the market doing in race 4? Well, Warren, those scratchings had very minor deductions, so the movement in this race is all to do with money. So we have got a really well-backed favourite here, one of the best-backed runners of the program, but I'll get to that shortly. So we'll start off the top with the two, Evening Glory, at $15 and $4 the place. There's seen some interest at the each-way price. The four, Najem Suhail, has seen has been actually pretty well-backed at that $7.50 price, and he was also well-supported last start when he finished second. Noble Night Owl has been interested bit of dabble at the $6 place. You can take $26 for the win, but that hasn't seen too much movement. It's for the place. And then if we go down a little bit further, the eight screwed down $8.50 into $8. And then as I just mentioned, that favorite is the nine and ice pick Nick, who was $3.90. And we did push him out just a little bit to the, the $4.40 price. And then that was snapped up very quickly into $3.80. And then Vivian at $8.50 has seen a little bit of interest as well. Libiamo is next best in the market at $5 and All About Eve was $10 into $9.50. So Warren Wilson have a very popular favourite. There's also some interest around a few other horses in the race. Dino, how do you think they might run this over 1,100 out of the shoot? Yeah, I don't think there's any shortage of speed, Warren. Uh, inside three gates have all got a degree of speed, but Noble Night Owl and Vivian probably the fastest. And then you've got Najim Sahail out wider and Ice Picnic uh, won't be far away. So, uh, yeah, it looks uh, quite, a, quite a genuine... Uh, tempo here for the 1100 metre race who do you think that might suit most oh, I've been waiting for Libiamo to get in the right class race and I think she has um, it's going to need a really good ride because she's going to I think settle near enough to last but uh, her two runs this time in at listed and group level have been outstanding and all of a sudden she gets in a benchmark 70 and she's uh, as a 67 rater she's you know, carrying her right weight and right grade and I just think uh, the breaks go away. She'll be finishing hard. I'd like the rain to come, uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, she has her win was on good ground, so uh, she's versatile enough. I think Ice Picnic is definitely the danger. He looks ready to go. He'd prefer it dry, I would imagine, uh, or just a, a little bit of jar out of the track. But uh, he's the danger for Najem Sahail. He's been very good at his past two. I think he just took a couple of runs to really get fit and, and get back into the swing of racing. Now he has. Uh, he's in good form and eight screwed down, who's a really good determined horse. He's been uh, top four at his last nine runs, so he's going to be somewhere in the finish again. 14, 9, 4 and 8. What are you doing in race four, Gator? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm with Libiana. I thought um, the first run from that hopeless position was um, was an absolute jam and then took on a strong race last time. You know, cricket score odds, huh? Not Australian cricket, but you know, the, you know that's the that's the line we'll use. And um, she ran quite well. She beat at home a lot of good horses without um, without ever looking the winner. Certainly ran a lot better than her price. Um, back to a seventy drawn to swoop. Ice pick Nick resumes. Jumped out well. Looked sharp in the first two wins. Then three lengths off Midwest in a Vobus race that set weights and penalties. Reads well. Now Jim Sahal 
raced away at sale, beat Blistering, who's since run well in a good race. They ran time, just couldn't hold off Snapper at Flemington. Look, Snapper's run OK in a Group 1, so he's not a slouch. And Evening Glory uh, doesn't win, but um, big price and uh, split two good ones. Scorched Earth, who was flying at the time, and it's our time when fresh last time in. So maybe the best roughly there, 14, 9, 4 and 2. The numbers from David Gately in race four on Ballarat Cup Day. Dean Lester with 14, 9, 4 and 8. I'm also with Libby Armo. They went very modestly up front in that race down the straight last start and it set it up for horses on speed to be able to kick. I think there's more pressure here. She'll appreciate that and I think she'll blend into the race and give you a sight, particularly on an each-way basis. 14. At a 4, Najim Sahail. He'll be part of that speed, but he's raced himself into fitness for the... the Griffiths and Decock stable and although there's good speed in the race, perhaps a couple of scratchings Rolling Moss in particular, Fine Dane might have taken a little bit of sting out of the, the top end he might get into a nice rhythm up there 16 All About Eve's, another one who'll appreciate the good tempo up front she'll be very strong late and 9 Ice Picnic looks to have trod up nicely to resume, he's a horse with upside 14, 4, 16 and 9 for me in race 4 race 5's the McKellar Mile, over 1600 metres of course, scratchings are numbers 10, 12 and 19 Jamie what's the market doing here? Well, Warren, no deductions off of those scratchings, but this is a very open race. It's $6.50 the field, so as you can imagine, there's money scattered everywhere. So we'll start with the one in Maximus Prime, who was $11 into $9.50. Unanimous is also firmed in from $7.50 into $7. Down to Beltoro, $9 into $8.00. And further down, Spanish Kiss is another runner that's seen a bit of interest at the place price at $3.40. The Cunning Cox has drifted out to, the Cunning Fox, sorry, out to $14. Typhoon Harmony is also firmed in from $10 into $9.50. Now the favourite is our Redente, who at $6.50 has just been drifting all morning. There's absolutely no interest in the favourite. Where we have seen a bigger firmer is the 16 in Star of Chaos, $17 into $13. But as I said, money is going Going everywhere, Warren. Wide market here. Gator, how are you seeing it? Yeah, speed looks good in the big field, doesn't it? Um, the star of chaos, probably the most likely leader, but uh, look, a stack of others can be right there. Uh, Court Deep, uh, Maximus Prime, Cuban State, Typhoon Harmony even, who led last time, and of course won this race last year, that horse. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting race. Look, I, I do think Unanimous, um, should have won last time. Uh, wasn't clear until the race was over and flew through the line. Um, the run prior to in the in the, uh, the Diamond Preview was much better than it looks in an on-pace sort of race. Beat a couple of subsequent impressive winners at Flemington prior to that. So I think he's flying. Just needs a clear galloping room, which would be nice. Pounding battled last time on the heavy. Uh, beat unanimous when they clashed in September. Meets in two kilos better. I think he wants to track soft or better, though. So we're on weather watch there. Star of Chaos, uh, just even fresh, but then good at Flemington. That was a deep benchmark 70. It was only collared the last 100. It was a tough day to lead by then. Uh, out to 1600 last prep, she led. She streeted rivals on heavy to win by seven lengths. And there's Typhoon Harmony, as I've referenced there. Won this last year. Uh, again, doesn't end there, but uh, 2, 6, 16 and 11. Dino, your thoughts here? Yeah, I think we're going to get a spread of numbers here, Warren. Uh, I'm going with 11 Typhoon Harmony. I think uh, he was very deep into his preparation when he won this race last year. Uh, and then he had a campaign where he started off well last time in and then tapered off and then 
two runs this time in have been good. Uh, the run in the uh, Balan Cup was excellent. He's left in front very early, and I thought boxed on really well. Uh, gets a cheap run from the draw. I think he's uh, now probably the best value of the day uh, to beat uh, one Maximus Prime, who I thought ran really well at uh, Geelong to win. Backed it up with a good run in the Melbourne Cup Series final. Uh, four, ain't no deal done. Uh, the first up effort I thought was more than adequate. He had a long time off and he'd had uh, throat surgery and I, I think uh, he's another one on the up. And certainly Unanimous has been most unlucky of late. He's a long way into a prep. Drawn out might be a real key to him, might help him a lot to, to overcome uh, the bad luck he's had this campaign. I think he's next best. But uh, I like Tofin Harmony each way here, Warren. Uh, 11, 1, 4 and 2. Spreader numbers there, Dean Lester, 11, 1, 4, and 2. David Gately with 2, 6, 16, and 11. Uh, you can be a sucker for an unlucky runner, and, and Unanimous certainly was that last start. Didn't have a lot of luck. Sydney, the start before, following the win at Flemington. Thinking that if he's got another run left in him, then he's the one to beat on an even race, perhaps just on an each-way basis. Two, hit a six-pounding. If the rain comes, that could be a disadvantage. And it is crossing the border and making its way around Horsham at this stage. So we will keep an eye on the weather throughout the morning. And any track-down grades could be really significant and could create some late scratchings. But at this stage, pounding's in. I think he's got a chance, as has 11. Typhoon Army, agree with Dino, looks a bit over the odds, gets a nice run from that draw, fitter third up, Ethan Brown on a positive. And five, Bel Toro probably needs some luck from the draw, doesn't want the rain to arrive, but going well enough to be competitive. Two, six, 11 and five for me. Race six on the cards over 2,000 metres, it's a benchmark 84. And Jamie, we take out numbers three, 11, 13, 15, 17 and 19. And some deductions have been factored into these moves, Warren. So Castle Ray Kid, when we first went up on this market on Wednesday, it opened up at $12 and he did see some interest at that price. Then this morning he's been $9 into $8.50. And then skip down to the eight, which is right you are, who is the $3.60 favourite and has been popular at that price. This morning was $3.90 and was snapped up very, very quickly into $3.70, now into $3.60. Shebley's been another one that's been an interesting mover. It was $10 when we first went up and that was when they saw some support come through at the price, uh, sorry, the place and now into $7.50. And then Silent Command has had a bit of a dabble at the $15 price and then Parisian Dancer, the 12 is at $6 and has remained pretty solid at that price. Plenty of speed in this race you would think you see Castle Ray Kid in a race with a run under the belt you think he'd roll forward don't think Rousseau even Silent Command should be that far away so I do think that there'll be reasonable speed here I think that'll set it up okay for, for Shibley who's had those two runs back and I think he's going very well and I don't think being on speed was necessarily in the favour of Shibley last start and with the way the tempo is likely to shape up here Shibley won't be forced to get into a, a leading position so nine for me ahead of eight right you are who's progressing well for the Marin Eustace stable looks an obvious danger I think 12 Parisian dancer if the rain arrives she's got a terrific chance and Probably on, on, the, on a good rated track, she's probably only a trifecta first four player, but the rain's arrived by now. Parisian Dancer's right in the mix. She's in a great vein of form with a good wet track record, and Carlisle will also be part of that speed. Probably rolls across from that wider draw, gets into the first four or five. My numbers are 9, 8, 12 and 4 in race 16. Your thoughts here? Uh, Warren, I'm going with uh, Right You Are. He just seems to be trending the right way. Uh, he's just building his form this cam uh, campaign. 
for the uh, the new stable, for the Ma Eustace stable, and I think he's a good chance of winning. But uh, chances to nine Shibley, who you mentioned, at that time between runs, will be fitter for that last run. Uh, six Wycliffe, I thought he was pretty good at uh, Flemington over the carnival, and he drops three and a half kilos here. I think 2,000 metres is his optimum distance. Nearly every preparation, he's run well at 2,000, and then he's lengthened out. And yes, he has won at longer trips, but I, I like him at the 2,000 metres, and uh, he can run well. And Castlereagh Kid, it's a great draw for him because he's a big, lumbering type. He likes to lead, but he takes 150, 200 metres to really get rolling. So the outside draw is perfect for him to just come across and gradually find the front. Wouldn't be surprised coming to the turn if he skipped three or four in front and took a lot of running down. But uh, one of the more open races of the day, Warren, I've gone eight, nine, six and one. Gator, how are you seeing race six? Yeah, I'm happy to back the nine and the eight. Shibley badly held up. It was a terrific return. Flew at the line. So you reference the gap between runs Flemington. But add to that, I think he led against his own pattern a little bit. I don't know if he's a natural leader. Uh, fitter, I think they'll take a sit this time. Right you are. Nice return. Then a month off into Caulfield himself was close up. Big wide, strong late off that moderate tempo at Flemington. Ran by Shibley. So they're the two I want to play. Carlisle, of course, won that race. This comes up in the weights to 2,000 metres. So there are queries, Castlereagh kid fitter, uh, nine eight mainly from four one. Nine eight four and is it one Gator? Nine eight four Good and enough. one. Yep, mate. Yep, one. Nine eight four and one. Dean Lester with numbers eight nine six and one. My numbers are nine eight. 12 and 4 in race 6 at Ballarat. Don't forget, 10 o'clock today, cracking the codes with Dan Malecki, Maddie Stewart and Simone Fisher. We'll learn more about the Minus Rest Cup Carnival at, at King Island, the Breeders' Crown final night. What a big night it is at Melton and a focus on Boltrice. What a champion greyhound she was. So plenty to come at 10 o'clock on cracking the codes right now. Time for a break. Back with the thoughts. Quaddy Leagues at Ballarat after this.